I happen to like the word ruminate. The philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche, who was born in 1844 and died in the year 1900, used this word in his opening remarks of On the Genealogy of Morality, which is one of his books. And he points out that his ideas are rather difficult and that the reader must spend time with them, mentally chewing on these concepts. And that got me thinking, we are all screwed. Now, in this week's episode of the Readable Podcast, I'm going to walk you through what it means to think and to read for yourself. This is a challenging concept today. We are currently taught that we should be reading faster, consuming more information, and moving on to the next. There is very little time to hit pause in between and think. Let's get into it. Welcome to this week's episode of the Read Well Podcast. My name is Eddie Hood, and I'm your host, where I believe it's more important to read well than to be well-read. So grab your favorite book, open up your notes, and let's get ready to learn something fascinating. Hey, readers, welcome back to the Read Well Podcast. I want to thank each of you for listening and tuning in this week. Uh, I also want to point out, I want to thank each of you for taking the time out of your busy days to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating for the show. We've had a few people doing that, and it really means the world to me. So if you think I'm doing a good job and you find this information valuable, I would really appreciate that. It helps get the word out and get the podcast off the ground. Uh, it has been fantastic. Just this past month, we've had over 5,000 people download and listen to the show, which is just blowing my mind. So again, thank you, and let's jump into this topic. The philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche lived in the 19th century, and even at that time, he was frustrated with the term modernity, in other words, how modern life is going. He felt that Western culture was really training us or convincing us to become consumers and to be so plugged into keeping up with the Joneses that we're really losing our own identity. We're so focused on just clocking into the nine to five job and trying to find that safety and security that we are missing the point of living a human life. That got me thinking, if he lived today, how would he feel about the current society? With the advent of the internet and social media, we are way more plugged in to that sort of stream of global consciousness. And it is really, really hard to step outside of what most philosophers would call the herd and consider our own potential identity, who we are as a person. And here's the challenge. We are consuming information at impossible rates. There is no downtime to process what we're learning. And I'm guilty of this just as much as anybody else. I always have a podcast in my ear while I'm driving, which is funny because you're listening to a podcast right now, but this is how it is. I always have one in my ear. And when I'm not behind the wheel, I'm watching a YouTube video. So if I have more than 10 minutes, I often will sit down with my books, and then when I go to the bathroom, I have to take my phone with me to finish the stupid YouTube video. If I'm being honest with you, my life is an educational marathon with absolutely no end in sight, unless I decide to construct one. Now, Nietzsche spent most of his intellectual life in Sils Maria. This is a small village tucked away in the Swiss Alps. And while he was there, he wrote to his mother saying, This high alpine valley is just what I want. There are pure, strong gusts of air, hills and boulders of all shapes, and surrounding everything, mighty snow-capped mountains. But what pleases me the most are the splendid high roads over which I walk for hours. 
Nietzsche took time to think in between learning different topics. He would read and write for hours on end, but then he would walk on those trails, and he would use his time to process the information. Many people might argue that, well, of course he did. He didn't have the distractions we have today. He probably didn't even have his neighbors bothering him. He's out in the Swiss Alps, let alone having radio and television and internet and all these things that I, the modern person, have to deal with. And while that is a valid argument, he did have lots of things cloying for his attention. And it is a decision that he made to move to the Swiss Alps. He was not born there. He decided to move away from the distraction of the world so that he could think. Now, I'm not suggesting that you just pack up and move to the mountains. <laughs> that is a very philosophical thing to do, uh, much like Henry David Thoreau did in moving to Walden. No, I'm not suggesting that. But I am suggesting, much like Cal Newport would say in his book, Deep Work, that we need to be conscious about our efforts in thinking, that unless we construct a time and a place to do our thinking, it's never going to happen. Hey everyone, I want to take just a quick second in the middle of this podcast to tell you about Highlightish.com. Think of highlighting a book, but add I-S-H at the end. Highlightish.com is the tool that I use to make better book notes and to organize my writing. It's where I go to capture my favorite passages, annotate them, and then to turn that research into essays, blog posts, or research papers. If you're someone that wants to get more out of the books that you love and you want to turn that into great output, go to Highlightish.com today. Thanks for listening and let's get back to the show. I don't know about you, but this world has got me pretty exhausted. I feel like I wake up in the morning and then I've got an hour or two before the rest of humanity decides to ping me and send me messages and email me and knock on my door and so on. I feel like there are lots of people trying to, uh, you know, get my attention and it is rather exhausting. So let's return to Nietzsche's practice of moving away mentally. Again, I don't think we should move to the mountains unless you want to. That's a beautiful thing. But for me, that's not possible. I live in a community where my kids are really connected with friends and family and what have you, so I'm not going anywhere. And I have to learn to do this in my internal space. But we don't encourage this sort of behavior today. Instead, we encourage faster learning, more succinct education, and then on to the next before you can use what you've learned. Once you've finished one YouTube video, it feeds you the next one immediately. Instead of journaling your thoughts, you're busy working through Facebook, X, Instagram, TikTok, all of these accounts just to stay current on the latest drivel. And yes, most of it is drivel. There's always more to consume and America is the greatest of all consumer cultures. We are obscenely fat on useless information. Do you ever feel that way? Like all of the stuff flooding into your world is pretty much just fake or useless or overdone. And I think sometimes we really are getting tired, or at least I am, I shouldn't speak for all of us, but I am getting tired of that surface level sort of existence. You know what I'm talking about? Surface level education, surface level relationships, surface level reading. Sometimes as a human being, I crave depth. Now, to make things worse, there is an app for every aspect of my life. I can track my calories. I can distract my children. I can skip reading books altogether in favor of using apps like Sparknotes or Blinkist to feed me quick summaries. Hell, I don't even have to do that. Now I can use ChatGPT to give me the main points of a book. No thinking on my part is required. 
Nietzsche wanted me and you to break away from the herd. And the herd is a very specific term that's used by many philosophers. Human beings are herd animals, and I think it's important that we know that about ourselves. I don't think we should necessarily kick against the pricks just to do that. You know, I'm not, I'm not suggesting we become nonconformist just to be cool. There are many benefits to being a part of the herd. That is where we find our family and our loved ones and safety and security. We need those things in order to prosper and thrive. But we also need to be present mindfully of the herd and how it's influencing us. And we need to have the ability to step away from it, see it as a whole, and begin to think for ourselves and make our own decisions. That's what Nietzsche wanted for us. He wanted us to step out of the herd. Now, he had a term for this. His term was the Ubermensch or the Overman. Now, instead of playing, you know, popularity games and buying fancy boats just to impress your neighbor and then turning to God on Sunday for your meaning, he would tell you instead to put your phone down, to read thoughtfully for a few hours, and then to go for a walk and to ruminate. There's that word again, ruminate. Nietzsche didn't feel like your meaning in life came from external sources like church or government or family. It was up to you to create your meaning. And the best way to do that was to lean into your challenges and to lean into your purpose in life. Here's the problem. Most of us don't know what our purpose in life is. That's because we've spent all of our time running with the herd, just doing what they do. We've never popped our head up out of the crowd and thought to ourselves, what am I doing here? So yes, let's return to the word ruminate. There is no app for rumination. You must sit down with a book and think. You must read slowly, take notes, and apply the ideas. That's the mantra of my private reading community. And until you do that, you are little more than a brainwashed puppet who wakes up, puts on your headphones, and plugs into the matrix. And I say that a little facetiously because I am often a brainwashed puppet. I am no better than anybody listening to this podcast. I cannot tell you how many days I've woken up and thought, oh great, here's a really nice video on YouTube. I start watching it, I listen, and then many hours later, I have watched more videos than I can count, and I don't have a whole lot to show for it. So the matrix is just as interesting to me as it is anybody else, and I have a hard time turning my back on it. But it is a conscious decision I have to make if I'm going to live my best life. Here's the problem. It feels productive to be learning all the time, but it's not. It is actually harmful. We are coming off the rails, and we are too plugged in to realize it. I am happy to report that there will never be an app that can replace Nietzschean rumination. So give it a shot. Turn off the podcast. Yes, this one. <laughs> Most shows would not tell you to turn off podcasts, but I'm asking you to do that right now. Go ahead, turn off the show. Close YouTube and sit with your thoughts. At first, it's going to feel like a waste of time because you are programmed to feel that way. But if you sit long enough, you will have a breakthrough, and that is called freedom. Hey, if you found this episode helpful and you are interested in joining our private reading community, the best way to do that is to go to thereadwellpodcast.com and subscribe to my newsletter. That will give you a weekly newsletter full of reading tips and insights from some of the world's greatest thinkers like Frederick Nietzsche. You'll also be updated on things that are happening within the community. If you decide to become a member of that community, simple. All you do is go to thereadwellpodcast.com and up in the navigation, you'll see the word community. Click on that, create a free account, and then you'll be surrounded by many people who love to read thoughtfully. 
So yes, today's challenge is to turn off the podcast and to spend some time with your thoughts. As you do, take time to write down what you learn so that you can really solidify that breakthrough. As always, read slowly, take notes, and apply the ideas. Thanks, and I'll see you next week. If you'd like to take your reading to the next level, then head on over to our website at thereadwellpodcast.com. There you can get access to my weekly newsletter as well as up-to-date show information. Also, don't forget that I learned software development on the side just so that I could build a program to help us make better book notes as we read. If you're interested, go to highlightish.com. Think of highlighting a book, but add ish, I-S-H, at the end. Highlightish.com. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you on the next show.